All right, there we go. Okay, guys, I'm still getting used to using this um, StreamYard Live for YouTube. So um, bear with me as I was trying to add myself to the studio because my partner in crime is doing some badass stuff this weekend. He is judging at the Masters Fitness Collective in Indiana, which I am repping my Jen Ryan Games shirt because she is competing in the 40 to 44 division with actually an old competitor as well. And it's a bias, longtime CrossFit athlete and also amazing Olympic athlete. Um, so just doing my, my due diligence here to rep my girl, Jen Ryan, because I'm wanting her to come out with a win this weekend. So um, guys, welcome to the Fit Body Secrets podcast. Um, this is my live rendition of it. I am going to be doing these more often, trying to get used to this live format. Um, which is actually good for me because sometimes I just have so many thoughts to kind of go over with you guys. And obviously my goal is always to bring some, some type of training tip, some type of fitness tip, some type of nutrition tip, some type of mindset tip to help you guys on your journey. That's why every podcast episode typically starts with that little saying for me, because it's what I full heartedly believe in. And, and I think about that more than people realize. In fact, it gives me anxiety. Sometimes it keeps me up at night. I will be in the middle of a workout and have these thoughts about, oh my gosh, my listeners need to hear this. And that's kind of where I'm at today. Um, kind of going through my own journey and you know where I'm at in my life and knowing where a lot of people are in their fitness journey and, and what they struggle with. And today I wanted to talk a lot about this, this war that many of us are are fighting every single day with our bodies. And it's going to be a lot mindset, but there's going to be some application involved in this as well because you know, I think that for a lot of a lot of us out there, we don't talk about what we think about ourselves. And instead, we say those things to ourselves over and over and over again. And that story becomes our reality. And nobody really knows the the torment that we're putting ourselves through on a day-to-day -day basis or why we're spending so much time thinking about things. And, and nobody knows that, you know? So today I wanted to talk a little bit about this concept of, of always being at war with ourselves, always, always feeling like we're never going to get what we want or that we can't just be happy with who we are as a person and, and accepting ourselves. And I'm going to, I'm going to go more into this self-acceptance thing because I don't want people to think that it doesn't mean that you can't want to change yourself and that you can't want to make improvements. But I think it comes that you have to learn how, unless we accept ourselves how we are, we're not going to be able to ever make those changes. And living in a constant war with our bodies only leads us to feel miserable every single day. We walk, we wake up every single morning and, and we just hate who we are. You know, it's, we look in the mirror, we get on the scale, we put on our clothes, we go to the gym and we're like, God, if things were just different, right? Well, things can be different today. So if you want, if before I go into this topic today, if you can take one thing from what I'm telling you is right now today is accept everything about yourself that you don't like. Sounds stupid. And I can do this with you guys right now because there's a lot of things about myself that I don't like. Okay. When we accept them, now we can make the proper decisions to change them the right way. And so today's episode is all about finding that balance of understanding that we can want to change ourselves, but we have to start learning how to stop playing the war game with our bodies. So I'm going to start off with some relation here. So how many of you guys that are listening to this podcast, either live or post-recording, um, feel that you can only take photos that you like when they're like from the shoulders up? Because guess what? 
That's also me a lot of times. And you're going to be like, God, Shelby, you're like super shredded. You're super lean. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter because those stories that I told myself for years and years and years when I wasn't lean still live up here. And there's a lot of things about my body that I am still insecure about no matter, didn't, and it never mattered. It never mattered how small I got, how big I got. It was the same shit. Okay. But I know how that feels of like, you only want to take a photo of the head up or the neck up, right? How many of you guys can also relate to, well, if you're as old as I am, I'm 37 years old. Back in the day, we didn't have the access to the cameras where you can actually take a photo and take a look at it and be like, no, I'm going to retake that photo, right? It was all of our photos where we took them and we had to wait for the developer to develop them. And so we were literally hoping that the photo came out right, that we liked. So we'd probably take a few photos and probably pick one or two that we liked. But it always sucked when you got that film developed and you're like, oh my God, I look horrible at this angle. And nowadays, the beauty of technology, we don't have to worry about that, right? We can just like take a photo and be like, oh, I don't like it. Let me stand a different way. Let me, let me change my angle. Let me get my good side, okay? But how many of you guys can relate to that? Always looking for the right angle in a photo. Like you want to be in that perfect angle so that when they see you, you don't look like your hips are too big or your belly sticking out or even your face doesn't look like for me, I get really insecure about my weight or my face. Whenever I gain a little bit of weight, I tend to get a little bit puffy cheeks, which isn't a bad thing, but I tend to see that as, oh, I look fat in my face. How about, can you relate to spending a lot of time invested in Dr. Google and or google.com <laughs> and looking for solutions to like, how do I lose this belly fat? How do I, what should I be doing differently? Why am I gaining weight? You know, like what's the best diet for fat loss? What's the quickest way to lose weight? Um, how do I lose weight and build muscle at the same time? Like all of these different buzzword things that you're literally searching for the answers to. And then sometimes nowadays on Instagram, you're getting pinged now with these different ads that are being populated by those search content, the search content that you're doing. And now you're like, Ooh, let me take a look at this. Or let me take a look at that person. Here's another one. How many of you guys can relate to self-experimentation? Spending a lot of time trying a lot of things that maybe you think are going to work. You try it out for a couple of days and then you get distracted. You're like, I'll try it again next week. And you know, the self-experimentation of different diets. I've been there. In fact, I was talking recently to some of my clients about some of the craziest diets we've ever tried. And I remember back in high school doing something with my brother where I don't even remember where we found it. It was like the milk and fruit diet. And like you drank a vitamin D milk. So uh, you drank like whole milk and you ate fruit. <laughs> and essentially, what is that? The whole milk was the protein, the carbs and the or protein and the fat, really. And then the, the fruit was the carbs. It was like so dumb, though, that we thought we had to do this. And I'm like, man, I'm dying. I started adding in turkey sandwiches. Like I was trying to find these, you know, but I've self-experimented with other things. I've I've done things called like the warrior diet. You know, I've done fasting. I've done, you know, low carb. I've, I've never done keto, um, but I've done a lot of other diets. In fact, keto kind of became a buzzword after I went through all of that. So I kind of was already in a place where I didn't have to go down that route, but I did try low carb. I tried low fat. I tried calories. I tried a bunch of things, but self-experimentation is, is part of this journey. Um, I think the last one is how many of you guys can relate to, especially now a lot of my listeners are in the CrossFit space. Um, you know, you go to the gym and like, you look at all the people and you're like, why don't I look as fit as everybody else in this room? 
and, or maybe you are just starting your CrossFit journey and you're intimidated by all the people in the room that are super fit and you see them like moving really quickly and you're like looking at their abs and you're like, oh, God, I don't look like that. And that was also me. In fact, even in my competition, in my competition age, I felt like I was never as lean as some of the other athletes around there. And I always like felt insecure about that. Like I wanted ads like Miranda, like Miranda Olroyd was like my girl crush. Like, you know, I wanted to be like her and I wanted her abs and I didn't have them, you know? And I was always like, I'm always like the, the girl that's like a little bit chunky. Like, why do I look like that? And not like those people, how do I change? So I'm, I'm opening this up this way because I think that all of these things are what I mean by being at war with ourselves is that we see these photos. We look at ourselves in the mirror. We get on the scale in the morning. We, we put our clothes on and we're like, I hate this. I hate myself. Oh, I've got to do something. I've got to do something. And it can be this constant like battle every single day. And it makes it so hard for us to ever really commit to doing the right things because we're usually in such a place of pain that we're looking for the short-term solutions. And then when those things don't produce fast enough results, we end up kind of like just kind of falling back into play. And because we don't talk about these things with anybody else, we're never letting anybody else down. We're only letting ourselves down. And because this is an internal battle, we don't typically talk about it. Why don't we talk about it? Why is it such a, a bad thing to open up about our insecurities as as a human being and how we look and how we feel about how we look because we feel like it's vanity that people are going to be like, Oh, you look fine. You know? And it's, it's, it's so frustrating because if people realize like I had an eating disorder for years, six, six, six plus years. And, and I say I had, but once you have that brain, that, that mindset, it doesn't go away. You just learn how to handle it better. You learn how you're, you're realizing you learn to be more educated. In fact, about how your thoughts influence your behaviors and, and what's really going on. But those thoughts don't ever go away. They're always there. There's still days today that I wake up and I, I battle with myself with nutrition and things like that. But I, I also have to keep myself focused on bigger goals. So I don't let myself fall back into that habit. So I think the main thing that I want you guys to understand is that this battle with ourselves is a fucking choice. We are choosing this battle. Why do we have to be at war with ourselves to make improvements? So I want to go into some things today that I'm going to hopefully help you guys understand that are going to help you get better results, get a body that you can feel confident in. Because obviously right now, I know, like I'm saying, I'm not telling you guys you can't want to change, but I'm telling you guys that letting the, the battle go, letting that like freaking hating yourself go and learning how to build yourself up is going to empower you to do the right things and and stay committed to them. But I, I really want to start by just really in, enforcing this whole thought process. We've got to come to fact that we have to accept ourselves right now where we're at, wherever that is. And that can be saying, man, my nutrition habits freaking suck. I never eat at home. I am always eating on the go. I don't even have an idea of how much I should be eating because I've only ever been on a diet or not on a diet. And I just don't know where to start. I'm ready to make changes, but I don't know how to. And everything that I'm doing is not working for me, you know, or maybe you need to come to terms with the fact that right now where you're at is needing to accept yourself for who you are and learning how to fuel that body and accept that body the way it is, you know? So 
I want to kind of start there. Now, going into some things that we have to start by talking about, and I'm going to take a sip of my coffee, guys. It's going to be really hard to talk and not say coffee. So, mm. by the way, anybody that tells you that you should be drinking black coffee, I mean, if you like black coffee, go for it. Not my thing. Right now, I am sipping on a, I think it's pumpkin cheesecake skinny syrup with almond milk and... Mm -hmm. It's perfect for me. So, um, <laughs> talk to you guys about my coffee too. All right. So let's go into some things that I've used for myself that I think that I would like you guys to also understand. So when I first made my very first decision to decide to go into a fat loss phase, I was 19. Well, my first successful fat loss phase, I was 19 years old. Um, I had tried a bunch of diets in the past and I had finally invested in a at-home workout program and I was starting to follow just their workouts and it came with a very small nutrition guide. It was very simple. It was just like, there's tiers of foods and, you know, I want you to keep everything from tier three up. Like don't eat anything off of the bottom tiers was my goal. Uh, and you could eat those things, but I just was like, I'm going to really try this. And I actually started getting some results. However, there wasn't any portion control. So what was happening was like tier three foods were like graham crackers. And I was in college and like, those were pretty cheap. So I had like boxes of graham crackers and I would like literally just eat a sleeve. And I was still seeing results because I was cutting out things like pizza and beer and chicken wings. So I was cutting out a lot of those higher calorie foods, but I had kind of stalled out a little bit because obviously they were still getting too many calories in. So then back then there wasn't Google, there was uh, dogpile.com, yahoo.com. I was like, how to break a weight loss plateau. And it said, oh, you should be eating 1200 calories a day. I'm like, what's a calorie? Okay, cool. Let me start looking at this stuff. So I started to um, keep a food journal, a notebook, because back then, uh, when, when people bitch about my fitness pal and food trackers and can't using a barcode scanner, I'm going to remind them that when I first started tracking food, I had to write everything, everything down. And I didn't have a computer where we could like go online and find nutrition facts. I had books, like actual handheld books that I had to look things up in very not user-friendly. So that's how I started. And I started just counting calories. And then I was like, okay, this is, this is where I get to go. But what happened was I was always only focused on losing weight. And this is where a big problem comes into play with people that are trying to diet and maintain it because I didn't maintain my weight loss the first time. In fact, I ended up very sick. That's when I started my eating disorder. My grandmother passed away that year. It's in an abusive relationship. I have a whole episode on my, on my story. Um, and I started to use nutrition as a way of coping with that or lack of it. I started controlling my food a lot more and getting myself down to like, it became a game for me. I was distracting myself with food and exercise to avoid that. But for a lot of people, what happens is, and what happened to me was when I finally couldn't handle that anymore, I binged. And, and it's because a lot of people are focusing so much on nutrition from a diet perspective that they're not focusing on a, how do we eat perspective? And, and one of the main principles that I full heartedly teach in my program and believe in is that we should be learning how to eat, not how to diet. And that the real goal should be learning how to eat for maintenance and learning how to adjust those things based on what our specific goals are. If we want to lose some body fat, if we want to build muscle, if we want to perform better in the gym, there are different toggles to that that we have to address in terms of calorie balance and macronutrient balance. But the main principles should remain the same. 80% of our diet should be coming from whole foods. 20% of them should be coming from fun foods. 
no diet restriction in terms of what you can and can't eat. And, you know, when you're trying to dial things in for optimizing for sport, for body weight, for building muscle, you're going to be a little bit more dialed in on your portions on those things. That's as simple as it is to, to learn how to eat. And the, and the actual structure of that is going to be, be based on your specific goals. So I think the first thing that I want you guys to get across, to get across to you with this whole at war with your body thing is that you have to take the pressure off of, I've got to lose weight this week and put it into, whoa, I have spent years and years and years trying to diet and fail, um, or never even knowing how to eat and gaining weight. And I've got to take time now to learn. It's literally putting yourself into a place of like, I'm going to absorb as much information as I can about nutrition from the right ways, meaning a scientific way to make sure that I'm not setting myself up for failure in maintaining this long-term. So that sounds like a lot, but it's really, really simple. I promise you. Because if I think back to when my very first quote unquote diet was, I talked about the 19 year old girl is it was the same thing as it was then the tiers of foods and staying on the one, two, and three, and sometimes having the fours and the fives. Now, did I avoid four and five altogether and shouldn't have? Absolutely. But that was the principles that I built my diet around then. It's it's the restrictive part of it that needed to change. And that's why I'm telling you guys to realize that if you want to lose body fat, you want to get more confident in your skin, then you have to tell yourself that right now you need to learn how to eat. I think that this is also part of the problem with where we do have clients who come to the program and they are super successful in losing weight, but they have a really hard time maintaining it because they're still looking at this like, all right, I'm at the finish line going back to what I was doing before. And that becomes this yo-yoing of their body weight and they're never really satisfied. What good is it to lose weight if you can't maintain it long-term, if you can't stay in that place long-term, right? So when you learn how to eat and not how to diet, you also are optimizing your body so you feel better and, and you're improving your life. If you do it this way, you can also recognize that you're not going to be the girl at the table all the time. It's like, sorry, I can't eat that. I'm on a diet. Or the girl at the table is like, oh, okay, just this one time. And then you know in your heart that like you're going to go home and feel bad about yourself. And then the next morning you're going to wake up and you're going to go do tons of cardio um, or you're going to fast, or you're going to try and make up for it by cutting calories all week. Like that cycle has got to fucking stop. And it's something that I'm super passionate about. You know, our weekends matter, but just as much as our weekdays. And so it's like, we have to recognize that learning how to eat seven days a week is going to give you that freedom to be able to achieve the goals that you want, because now you're making it a choice. And when you give yourself the choice, you no longer feel restricted. Second piece of this is learning how to train and not how to just burn calories. And in a lot of ways, this is a huge, huge problem for a lot of people. Their rite of passage in terms of a workout that is effective is I burned X calories in this workout. And it becomes this like subconscious compensation of things, reasoning with themselves, with food. And it's why they don't see results and why they have this constant battle going back to the girl that, you know, is at the table and she's like, oh, just this one time I'll have this meal. But yet for days, she's going to spend time doing tons of cardio and, and not fueling her body and, and feeling like crap about herself because she overdid it at a dinner on a Saturday night. You know, 
we've got to learn that if we want to achieve confidence in our body, we have to learn how to eat and how to train, how to train for that body we want. And for a lot of people that is actually not focusing on calorie expenditure in your workouts, we should be focusing on calorie expenditure throughout our entire day. So if you're doing a hard workout and then you're sitting on your butt for the next 12 hours, that's not going to give you the benefit. If you're learning to be an active person because sitting is really the new smoking and you're like, I'm going to get up and move throughout the day, that's going to bring you energy. It's going to make you feel better. But when you go to the gym, you should be trying to get fitter. You should be trying to lift heavier. You should be trying to run faster, getting better skills. That's why I loved CrossFit. When I went into CrossFit, I had come from that world of like, I'm going to go to the gym and, you know, work on my muscles, you know, and I'm going to do some cardio and I'm going to do that stuff. And, and I was always kind of like a high intensity athlete because I, I mean, I played soccer and then, you know, I got into the, the, the workout videos. I always loved like pushing myself, but it was still pushing myself with like a feeling of like how hard did I work? Not really a measurable. And with CrossFit, I now had measure metrics and I also had skills that I wanted to learn and all of that stuff became exciting to me and it took the focus off of my body. So when it comes to it, we got to learn how to eat and how to train. And it really comes down to changing your perception of those two things. So now I want to talk to you guys a little bit about how to apply this right now to yourself. Sip of my coffee. I do have some notes here because this topic is something that I'm super passionate about, but it's also something that I know that I can get off on tangents on. And I know that it's hard for you guys to uh, also digest everything that I'm going to say. So I'm going to try and keep this one bullet point. So how do we apply this to ourselves? All right. Number one is, as I already mentioned, self-acceptance. We have to make sure that we know where we're at right now and where we want to be. All right. Self-acceptance does not mean I don't want to change myself because that's never going to make you happy, right? If you have insecurities, we can make, there's some things obviously we can't change. Like I can't be like, oh, I'm so insecure that I have, you know, brown eyes. I can't like, I mean, I guess I can wear contacts, but I'm always going to have brown eyes, you know? So it's self-acceptance with the ability to say that because I accept myself, I also value myself enough to know that like, this is not as good as I can be, that I can be better, that I can see better things. And it's just like in CrossFit, right? Like we go to the gym, we're like, you know what? I know that I can lift heavier than this. This is where I'm at right now, but I'm going to train my ass off because my potential is greater than this. And you have to know that inside. The second piece is patience. Okay. Our body is not just something that we woke up one morning and we looked completely different than we did when we went to bed the night before. It is constantly evolving over time. In fact, my body looks different than it did last year and the year before. And it's our, we're always changing. So we have to be patient and understand that if you want to see those changes, you want to build confidence, it comes down to keeping the promises you make to yourself in terms of what you're doing to make those whatever you want to call it, progress, those changes happen. And, and really being, really embracing the process and not in a, I'm embracing the process of like tracking my macros and like being so spot on. And I'm in this fat loss phase. Like, no, embracing the process, like eating healthy and, and tracking your food and going to the gym are things that you're doing to make improvements in yourself. 
and that they aren't really exciting, but they also aren't really like hard either. You're doing them because they make, they're making you better. You know, it's why, I mean, why do we wake up in the morning and do our hair and makeup? We could simply go out the door without doing our hair and makeup, right? But we feel better by doing those things. It's the same thing with your nutrition and your training. So number one is self-acceptance. Number two is patience. Number three is you got to be committed to do the work, but you got to be doing the right work. And this is where a lot of people go wrong is that they think the work is I've got to cut out carbs. I've got to cut out calories. I've got to be 100% all the time. You know, I've got to do X, Y, Z. And they don't really know that they're doing the wrong things. And it's also why they're failing at staying consistent with those things. So you've got to let all that self-judgment go and embrace the fact that you probably don't have the answers and that, you know, this is a plug for coaching. Yes. But it's also because I truly value you as an individual and your goals. And that my cat just said, meow. He said, hello. Um, is that you guys have to realize that nutrition is a science and we are acting emotionally plain and simple. We look in the mirror, we hate how we look. Guess what we want to do that day. We want to eat clean. Next morning, we wake up, we look good. And we feel like, oh, I, I lost a pound. Okay, cool. I can, I can have a cheat meal today. We reason with ourselves. You don't know the solution because you haven't found the right solution. So make sure that when you're planning yourself out for a nutrition journey, that you're actually understanding what exactly you're applying and you're taking action and doing the work on the same thing. Guys, we can all go out in the backyard and dig a hole, right? What are we putting in that hole? Why are we digging that hole? That could be a lot of hard work for no reason, right? You know, I, I'm notorious for having squirrel syndrome, focusing on the wrong details in my own nutrition business. Maybe I should work on a website today. No, Cheryl, you shouldn't. Like hire somebody else to do that. It's not, not your focus. But I'll spend hours researching how to build my own website and still haven't built one. So that's, that's in the works. Okay. So self-acceptance, patience, and the right plan. Now, the last piece that I want to leave on with this is I can't tell you how many times I've said this, how many times I've heard this, how many times I will continue to say and hear this. I know what I got to do. I just got to do it is the easiest way of saying I'm not ready to commit to myself. I'm not ready to make this investment from a time perspective, effort perspective, financial perspective right now. That is giving me the easy way out to say, I know that one day I'll be ready, but you know what? I just got to commit and do it. No, if it fucking means something to you and you do wake up in the morning and you're like looking at photos of yourself and you're noticing that every photo is only that neck up photo you know, you're, you're never feeling confident when you're putting a swimsuit on, you hate going to the gym because you feel like you're the only person that doesn't look fit, or you don't like going to those big competitions where you see all the fit people and you're the one that still looks overweight. I get it. But that, that knowing what you got to do and just committing has failed you over and over and over again. And guess what? It failed me too. Okay. My nutrition coach knows that. In fact, 
I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable with you. Okay. And I'm going to take a sip of my coffee before getting this. The year of 2020, the year of COVID, I decided that I really wanted to work on getting stronger. And I knew that in order to do that, I had to put on some body weight. And that was really hard for me because this is going to get vulnerable. All right. I, I also struggle with body image. I am the leader of a nutrition coaching company. And in a lot of ways, I feel judged that if I don't have, quote unquote, the lean body, who's going to trust me? Who's going to, who's going to think that I have the solution? If I gain weight, who's going to, who's going to believe that I have the solution to their problem? And that was really hard for me to commit to gaining that weight. And so I did, I, I gained weight into 2020, but last year I felt like I was getting a little bit too fluffy. You know, my, like I mentioned, my face gets very round and I was never heavy, but I was starting to get those comments. You look really healthy. Yeah. Fuck you. I know what you're saying. I've gained some weight. And I didn't look bad. I know that. I didn't ever look bad. My coach told me this as well. Um, I really should tag him in this. But um, but it it actually pushed me into like, I want to cut weight again. And it was an aesthetic thing, not, a, not an athletic thing. This was not me trying to get leaner for CrossFit. This was me trying to just be happy in my skin. And I found ways to cycle my calories to allow me to lose some weight. And lost a little bit too much weight. It's the story of my life. Some people hard time have a hard time keeping the weight off. I have a hard time keeping the weight on because it's really comfortable for me to just under eat a little bit. I've, I've mastered the art of being slightly underfed and being okay with that. And that it actually is a very healthy way to live if you can. Anyways, so why I'm saying all this is that I deal with that body image issue and, and the, I know what I got to do. I just got to do it because as I realized, I'm like, all right, I, I got to get a little bit more weight back on just a little bit. And I can stay living fine and happy right around like 1:30 for me. Um, and I wasn't going to do nutrition coaching with him anymore. I was going to do it on my own. And I said, Nope, that's not who you are, Cheryl Nasso. What do you believe in? You believe in accountability you know you are not going to hold yourself accountable to doing the work because you can easily talk yourself out of it. And I know you know that because you do it all the time. All of y'all out there, we all do it. And so if that's you, I know what I got to do. I just got to do it. How is that really working for you? Because it definitely didn't work for me. He was the only person that helped me achieve that goal. And I know he's got my back. So not a plug for coaching, but coaches have coaches too. Because coaches understand that that one piece is often the missing link. Along with having a really deep-seated why. Why do you want that? What will that make you feel? How will you be better? Which is when I'm going to go back to asking that question about when you look in the mirror every morning. And you see those things that you're like, I wish those were different. You step on the scale, you fight with yourself. 
you put on those clothes and you're like, oh, maybe you're outgrowing your clothes. Maybe you started the gym and you're like, why am I not getting anywhere? Whatever it is. Okay. So I'm going to close on this. You don't have to be at war with your body, but you can still want to change it. You have to accept it first and that's it. I'm here to help you guys all out. So this episode got a little bit long. I I know I kind of went off on some tangents, but hopefully you guys got some value out of it. And I will uh, talk to you all soon. If you guys want to join in on my Facebook group, got a free Facebook group, Fit Body Secrets. Um, Lots of new things coming up soon. Going to be having a holiday accountability thing going on. Uh, Just obviously keeping you guys motivated through the holidays to stick to your plans. Uh, And then January, we will be launching our next challenge. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Probably going to have some Black Friday coaching specials. So if you are looking to get on board with coaching, definitely fill out the Clarity Call application because we will be honoring those anywhere pretty much after November 1st. So um, that's all I got, guys. Happy Saturday.